The following is a Podcast One Minnesota production. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, you betcha, yeah. If it's made in Minnesota, who's making it and how? Yeah, you got that right. It's the makers of Minnesota, focusing on the products and services uniquely made in Minnesota, and conversations with the makers, entrepreneurs, and innovators in Minnesota about how they conceived of their products and how they brought them to market. With Stephanie Hansen, it's the makers of Minnesota. episode. We are here at the great Minnesota get-together, the Minnesota State Fair. Uh, We are really excited to be here. We've been invited by Arks Value Village, and they have stores in St. Paul, Bloomington, Richfield, and New Hope. And one of the things that Arks really takes to heart is they like to reuse, they like to recycle, they like to invite makers in to use products that they find in the store and repurpose them into unique or different things. So we've had the pleasure today of inviting a couple makers that do this, and we'll spend some time talking with them about their process and where they get their materials and sort of what their inspiration is. We'll also talk a little bit with Molly King from Arts Value Village, and she'll share with us a little bit about why she's interested in the maker story. And then we've got Adela here from Reuse Minnesota, and she's done a great job of putting together a couple of activities that they're doing throughout the fair in the Eco Experience building. So that is our program that we will be putting together today. We are live, so it is a little bit different than some of the other podcasts that you listen to. Um, we have done 105 podcasts, I believe, with different makers around the Twin Cities, people that have made things in the state of Minnesota. And making can be crafts, making can be beer, making can be technology. We have so many talented companies, entrepreneurs, and people in our town doing really unique projects and making neat things. So I'm excited to feature a couple of them there today. Here today, not there today. We are here today. Julia Moss. Hello. Thank you. We are with Julia Moss from Julia Moss Designs. And Julia, you have a really unique process for taking um, silver that has got new purpose, new life, if you've got like your mom's old platter or her creamer set or just even silverware that you never get an opportunity to use, you have found a way to repurpose it. Will you tell us a little bit about your process? Absolutely. So it all started with my grandmother's tray. It's an old vintage silver tray. And I decided that it needed to have a new life. And I came up with a process to strip it down and bring it back to life in full wattage color, we like to say. So it's wonderful to take these vintage pieces that everybody has from their grandparents, their aunts and uncles, that's sitting around in a box at home, and it's wonderful to be able to redo them in color. I like to say we bring them back to life. Do you? So when you took your mom's tray or your grandma's tray... Were you feeling anxious about, like, is this sterling silver? Is this plate? I don't know. Am I going to ruin it forever? You know, I I definitely thought about that piece as well as this was my grandmother's tray. How would she feel knowing that I'm altering it? But at the end of the day, it was sitting home doing nothing but collecting dust and, and tarnished. 
So I knew that she would love the fact that, number one, we were using it, and number two, that we're talking about her all the time in the memories and all of the old family get-togethers and things like that. And I knew it wasn't sterling silver, and I knew it was silver plate. And these days, the value for silver plate is very little. Yeah. So as far as... Um, repurposing it, you're not losing the value of the piece. You're just enhancing it. I just have to tell you, you I brought you a couple pieces. I you brought have. you a bowl, a tray. And when I look at these pieces that, again, were sitting in a drawer that were my mom's that I would have never used, and I put, like, my fruit in it or I entertain in it, at the holidays, I get so much joy. Absolutely. And that's what it's all about. It's about keeping the pieces in your family, handing them down to the younger generation because our kids don't want the silver. They don't know how to use it or entertain. And they don't entertain in that way. It's a little less formal. Absolutely. And it's really fun to do something in our bubble gum, which is a hot pink color. Yeah. And um, you have that really cool Tiffany blue, too. That would be our most popular color. Is it really? It is. That and then bubble gum. And then it's kind of a toss up. So one of the things that you do is you go out and you thrift yourself and you go antiquing and you find some of these pieces that you then make and put in the store and resell. Absolutely. So it started out where I would go to different estate sales. I would go thrifting. I've been to arts stores and I've been to many of them. I have found some fantastic pieces there. I also have people that source them for me because I really am pretty particular about what I like to have in this store, certain pieces. And then I have the next generation of silver for people that want to bring their pieces in. And I always hear, and I try to act as a confessional because people are worried that their relatives might be upset that they're taking the silver and redoing it. But again, I always remind them that it's all about using them and enjoying the pieces and keeping them in the family. And frequently people say, I just donated, I got rid of all of my pieces, and I always remind them they can always go thrifting. They can go to arts and find pieces, or there's usually a box of silver sitting somewhere hidden in their home. And one of the things that I think is really cool about what you do is you have a real sense of design and a style for color. Thank you. And you change the colors that you offer your customers. Absolutely. So twice a year we do our color wheel event where we retire old colors and then we introduce our new colors. So we always have a core color selection. And then at our color wheel event this year, which will be September, mid-September, we're introducing three new colors that are beautiful and really very deep gem tones so they'll be beautiful for the holidays and that's available for people's silver as well as the pieces that will be in the store so can you give just a general idea of let's say a medium-sized serving tray sure what would something like that cost to apply your treatment absolutely so it starts at forty dollars and that's roughly for the size of a sugar or creamer yep which is wonderful because they are perfect little bud vases or to put a succulent in. yeah you have some really cute ones in the store Thank and you. also to give like as a gift because it's absolutely. a really easy gift for sure and they're all for the most part one of a kind so that makes it a little bit more special and unique 
And then it goes up to $120 for a really large um, tray, like a tea service yep. tray. I love the idea, too, of like you're doing a wedding tablescape and having each one be a little bit different at the tablescape for flowers. Absolutely. And that's what's so fun because there are probably 30 colors to choose from for your own silver. And then it's fun to mix and match the colors and the different styles of the pieces. So you get a really eclectic, unique either tablescape or just a great gift for someone. Talk a little bit about your store in Uptown because the base of the store is your silver, but you also have been founding napkin holders and you've really got a lot of um, unique gift items in the store too. Thank you. So I've been in business for three years. I have a store in Uptown as well as an online store and it all started with the vintage silver and then I introduced the next generation of silver for people to bring their pieces in. And then about two years ago, I decided to bring in other brands and vendors that I love so that it really pairs with the silver. And it's the perfect complement to one of the silver trays to have some fabulous chocolates or other products as well. It's it's this store. You've done such a great job of merchandising it where it really brings everything together and it feels like fun, entertaining and you've got beautiful candles. And when you pair that with the silver pieces, just your eye your eye for detail and color is really great. Thank you. I love color. It's funny. I'm usually dressed in all black, <laughs> but I surround myself in color. My home is very colorful. And when people come in, they're happy. It makes them feel happy. And I think right now we all need a good dose of that. It's a really fun, lively store. And there's a lot of really unique things that just are different and happy. I mean, people always come in and say what a happy place it is, and it's such a compliment to me. Are you the only person that's doing this? As far as I know, I am to this scale. So we have, like I mentioned, we always have our core colors, and then we have two colors, white and black, which are food safe. So I've really gone from pieces being just decorative to full-blown entertaining and serving food. Yeah. So it's pretty large scale. I um, I have tons of mismatched silver that I just have collected because I think the pieces are fun and I like to serve like that where Absolutely. it's kind of eclectic. So I've been thinking about, I literally have like 70 mismatched silver spoons that I've been thinking I need to give you to do something with well, them. Well, we can definitely do that. And In- black and um, white are our food safe yes, choices, right? Absolutely. And it's really fun because if somebody brings in a champagne chiller, I love the fact that we will suggest it's a beautiful vase or you, you can use it for a buffet and put baguettes in. Yeah. And just seeing the pieces and finding that there are so many different uses for them. And I always say you can fall in love with one piece and just travel around your house with it for different uses. Right, right. Is the recycling piece important to you or did you just stumble across that? I would say I, I, it, it is important. It is something that... Being that these pieces are large and they have a lot of weight to them, Uh it feels really good to know that they're not being disposed of and that we are able to strip them down and redo them in color and give them a new life. And I think it's really important and it's really resonated with our customers that everybody has a box of this silver. They don't know what to do with it. They don't want to get rid of it, but they don't want to 
just let it sit around. So right. this has been the perfect solution. And I think in this day and age, it's really important to be aware and cognizant of what we're doing. Yeah. And I have to say, I made a, took one of my mom's trays and did it for my sister. And it was just such a personalized gift. She loved it so much. She just was, like, thrilled. Well, that's the fun part is we'll have people come in as a family with a box of silver, and they'll all pick out what color they like. So That's so nice. It's very specialized. Um, we have um, some pictures of these pieces on our Instagram at Makers of Minnesota, also on our Facebook page. And I will post when I get home tonight a couple of my pieces that you've oh, done wonderful. for me because I really I like to entertain a lot and I use the pieces all the time. Good. And I'll be honest, when I first brought it home, my husband was like, "Well, you know, why did you do that? You're never going to use it." And I use it all the time. I'm like, "See, you're wrong. I use it all the time." They become very functional, and I think once they're redone in color, they have a whole new life. Yeah. And it just excites you to entertain and i have a little tray in my bathroom that i have like all my lotions and potions absolutely. on it and every time i look at it i feel good uh, i think absolutely. of my mom and it makes me happy because she's dead and i would be sad if i couldn't look at her stuff you know and that is our goal yeah it's really it's really fun uh we are going to invite uh, molly king up to the stage she is the person that helped orchestrate our event today. She is with Arcs Value Village. Julie, I really appreciate you being here today. My pleasure. Thank you for including yes, me. Yes, absolutely. I I'm will just, pass off the I'm mic. I'm going to hand the mic to Molly here just so that we can talk a little bit about Arcs. Molly, you have had such a good eye, and you helped me find Julia for makers. Tell me what it is about Arcs Value Village in particular that works with makers and why it's so important to you to get that message out. Oh, yeah. Thanks. So Arcs Valley Village loves our makers. Uh, we love people who come in and source their materials in our store. Uh, people will buy something and disassemble it or convert it into something completely different. And so your base cost for your project is not, uh, you know, not a lot of money. And uh, you're able to create something that's so much more creative than if you're, you know, not buying a used whatever for yeah. your project. So, yeah, it works uh, works really well for us and for the makers as well. Okay, I love that. Um, I appreciate you putting this together. We are your guests today. We are in the eco experience, and we're also uh, the guest of the Minnesota Pollution Control Agency and Reuse Minnesota. Arcs Value Village, we know they love makers, and makers love Arcs Value Village. I've gotten to talk to a couple of them. And the coolest part of Arcs Value Village is they turn your shopping dollars into programs supporting people right here in the Twin Cities, people with disabilities. Uh, together, we'll make something if we're working with Arcs Value Village, right? Thank you guys both for being here today. Really appreciate you being a guest on the Makers of Minnesota and having us out here live at the State Fair. Julia, it's been my pleasure. Mine as well. Thank you.